three friends. One mystery topic, no holds barred conversation. Welcome to Brotherhood of Banter, season three. Hey everyone and welcome to Brotherhood of Banter. This is Lewis. My name is Edgar. And I'm Diego. And today it is my second topic of our go around questions. And um, I don't know if you guys are ready for this. I don't know if you guys are ready to lose your mind. Let's get into today's mystery topic. And just realize that everything you know is not true. And what you believe to be true is all false. So. Due to the fact that I'm hungover, it doesn't feel true right now. (laughs) Yes. For those listeners, uh, keep in mind, uh, you can hear the difference in his voice. Apparently, uh, my brothers here in Tampa had uh, a little fun evening. (laughs) Edgar Edgar finally grew into his man voice. You know, he's three seasons in. Yeah, actually, he he grew into his radio voice finally. Like his 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 throat caught up with his mind when it comes to this obsession with podcasting. So now he has an actual broadcaster's voice. He can work for NPR. You should say something like, "This is CNN." <laughs> this is CNN. There you go. See, you got it, bro. You're there. You're there. Yeah, right, this, this should be it. Should be interesting, man. Uh, we're drinking tea. Drinking tea, we're keeping it non-alcoholic because there was enough alcohol consumption the previous night. So, um, yeah, man, we're uh, we're about as ready as we're going to be for this <laughs> mind-bending topic. And it is eleven in the morning. So there There's that too. See, instead of me drinking my chalky milk, I'm drinking my <laughs> apple juice this time. <laughs> oh wow, you're slowly just reverting back in ages, aren't you? Yeah, apparently soon it's going to be like Gerber food or something. Wow, <laughs> man. All right, guys. So this is it. Not everything we believe is true. We may act like it is, and it may be uncomfortable to think otherwise, but it's inevitable inevitable that we all hold a substantial number of beliefs that aren't true. It's not about opinions or different perspectives. It's simply stuff that we believe to be true when it isn't. So Hmm. that being the general intro to the topic i want to see some common myths versus uh myths versus facts that you guys uh might have heard or might not be familiar with so i'm gonna go through a list of them real quick just want to know what you guys think Mm -hmm. and um then we'll get into some fun stuff so you guys have heard we've seen it in the cartoons bulls get angry when they see the color red now, is this myth or is this fact? Hmm. I thought I read somewhere that, that was a, that that's a fact because of their it's I, I think that maybe it's not related to the color red in particular or that like certain colors just stand out in their visual spectrum. I'm not. I'm not. Okay, 100%, okay. I'm not 100 sure, but it, I think it does like affect them somehow because it's more visible to their eyes or something. And Edgar, what about you, man? Um, I want to agree with what D said, but if you tie my testicles together or poke me with a sword, it doesn't matter what color you have. I'm gonna <laughs> fucking attack you anyway. That's a good point. <laughs> so this is all a myth. See, when it comes to bulls or cattle in general, they're red, green, colorblind, so they don't see it. 
So what actually triggers the bull's anger is the movement of the cape, which is what they go and they actually go after. Mm. Um, so here's another one. Uh, we only use 10% of our brains. Fact or myth? Well, right at this moment, after a night of drinking. Sounds like a, yeah, sounds pretty factual. Um, I want to say, I want to say false. Maybe it's not obviously a full hundred, but I think it may be a, a little more than 10. Okay. Okay. So uh, this is uh, nothing but a myth. According to neurologist, Barry Gordon, sounds like a, superhero or something it really does yeah it sounds like a, it sounds like a scientist who's destined to become a superhero <laughs> uh, so he says that uh humans use virtually every part of the brain and some of the brain is active almost all the time and for misconceptions we can blame movies etc as to as to that um what about um let me find another one uh you'll get cramps if you go swimming right after you eat I think that's a myth. I've gone swimming after I eat and drink, and I was okay. Yeah, same here. I mean, I would imagine that 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 shit would apply if you're like diving deep, you know, because of water pressure. True, true. That would be something. And I think it uh, also but... depends on you know, how much swimming you're doing. I mean, are you just chilling in the water? Or are you fucking swimming laps? You know, I think obviously, no matter what you're doing, if you're going to use that much energy, you're going to to get a cramp. Regardless. I agree. So then, um, overall, this is a myth. Like, I remember hearing it from my parents. Mm -hmm. uh, like, uh, don't go into the water, blah, 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 after you eat. And uh, here's another one. If in the days of Christopher Columbus, everyone thought the world was flat, is this a fact or a myth? <laughs> it's a fact for a lot of people, apparently, nowadays. But, yeah, yeah definitely a <laughs> fucking myth. I mean, there's, there's enough... Uh, Man, there was like there was this cool video that I saw recently of this guy like explaining the logic. He put a, uh, um, he put a, a piece of uh, like cardboard paper, not cardboard, but um, construction paper, mm -hmm. white construction paper, and then he glued two little towers on different parts of it, and then he kind of put it up to the sun, and he saw that the sun cast uh, the same shadow when the paper was flat. Like it, mm -hmm. it, it forced the same shadow to be cast from the two little towers, but then he, he and he curved up the paper, the construction paper, and he put it up to the sun again. And now, because of the curvature, the sun was forcing very two very different shadows and two very different spots. You know, so he was like saying that that's how <clears throat> I want to say ancient Greeks or ancient Romans were able to figure out very very early on back in our history that the Earth was not flat because they measured curvatures based on, you know, like certain distances from, from large structures. Yeah. Pretty interesting. I think it also, yeah. it would be flat. I would have had an easier time standing yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, this is, this is all true. So, so uh, back in Christopher Columbus day, everyone thought that the world was round. They already knew that the world was round. If you look back at like ancient Greek philosopher Pythagoras, he's the one that thought that the theory of the earth was flat until Aristotle, which declared with certainty that the earth was in fact spherical. So anyone within Christopher Columbus time, right, who was educated, 
knew that the world was round and didn't think they were going to fall off or Christopher Columbus never thought he was going to fall off the side of, uh, you know, of the planet. Mm-hmm. So it, it just shows how like interesting, how time, um, or, or how you, you know, end up seeing the myth versus fact type of scenario. I mean, there, there's so many myths and stuff that, um, from, uh, Napoleon Bonaparte being very short, you know, in reality, he was five, five, you know, or that if you drop a penny from the empire state building, it can kill someone, you know, Uh, in reality, if you get hit by a penny, um, it'll be like being flicked on the forehead. Really? If you're you're walking in New York and get hit by a penny that someone threw off the empire state building. Oh, damn. I, I always thought that was real because of acceleration and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, it, well, I mean, we could get into that on a different episode, but I just want to go through all these different myths. For example, another one was uh, Albert Einstein uh, failed math. You know, was that a myth or a fact? Turns out um, he never failed math, you hmm. know, but it's a common knowledge uh, to think that or that you have to wait 24 hours before submitting a missing persons report. You know, that's not true. There is no time period in which you can't go to the police and tell them, hey, I think someone's missing. But thanks to TV and anything like that, then we see it as, oh, you know, you got to wait to 24 hours. Or here's another one for uh, all the religious people. So we know that there's a forbidden fruit, right, in the story of Adam and Eve, right? And mm. uh, th- that forbidden fruit is the apple. Now, within the Bible, right, there is no reference of it being an apple at all. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get communicated as an apple. But we all picture the apple with the whole Adam and Eve argument. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very common one. Um, what else? Uh, that drinking here, this one applies to you guys that drinking alcohol raises your body temperature. I don't know. Edgar was like pretty cold last night all night. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the shot warmed me up in that moment, but yeah, it didn't last very long. You, yeah. You, interesting. Uh, yeah. Interesting enough. Right. It's just, it lower it, alcohol actually lowers your co- your core body temperature. Really? Yep. Hold on. So, but I, I legitimately, when, whenever I'm drinking whiskey or something like that, I legitimately feel like like the temp goes up. And that is why we have to do like our research and and try to find out why, right? So, after there's so many like different myths and, and stuff that people uh, believe, but like that brings me back pretty much to my you know comments of today which is um like it kind of brings me up to fake news right so we've already talked about different things that we believe right Mm -hmm. and we believe different scenarios based on what we hear what we see and stuff like that which is kind of similar to fake news, right? Because mm-hmm. someone's going to believe, oh no, man, the uh, the the article doesn't say that, or, or it does say this, or doesn't say that. So overall, the article today being uh, talking about fake news, the subject being about fake news, is let's start off with the basic stuff, right? So what is fake news? I mean, do you guys? see uh, as fake news being real is this something that is misinterpreted by people 
or are articles purposely misleading the cause of each point of view? What do you guys think of that one? I think it might be done on purpose in some instances, but I think a lot of the times what it ends up hap- what ends up happening is that they omit, you know, they omit a certain part of the information and they only focus in on the stuff that favors whatever their point of view is, whoever it is that's reporting the news. So I think that a lot of times it's just that it's uh it's kind of like you can find research, for example, that, you know, the paleo diet is, you know, like the healthiest, you know, approach for a human diet and that it goes best with our evolution as a species. But then you can find another study that backs up vegetarianism as, you know, the best uh, for our species. And like they all come accompanied with facts and with statistics and with research and it becomes a matter of like, what the, who the fuck do I believe here? You know, who's telling the truth? I think that it's a lot of that when it comes to fake news, just focus in on one side of an argument. And then you're most likely going to be able to find some kind of research out there, some kind of numbers out there Mm -hmm. that are going to back up that claim. But you're not, you're not telling, you're not telling the other side of the story, you know, that's what about you. Yep. Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go no, ahead. You're good. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Edgar, you're, you're go. Edgar, what, what, do you, what do you think, man? Um, I think it is all about manipulation. You know, it's just like they say, you know, whatever it is they want you to believe, that's what they're going to make it seem like it's true. Or Like, for instance, I watch the Weather Channel, and that's fucking fake news. It's never right. <laughs> <laughs> so... So is this fake news? Is this all new? You know, is this like something that we're hearing now because of Trump or because of politics or has it always been around in different forms? No, I just think people are catch on more, even though they they allow themselves to believe it anyways. But I think it's always been there, mm-hmm. you know, and except now it's just more obvious to people. You know, it's like the curtain's gone. And right now with like social media and all that shit, it's hard to BS the truth, you know, because everybody has a camera, everybody's taking video, you know, everybody's just more aware. Yeah, I see that. And Diego, what about you, man? Is fake news new? No, definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, It's been it's been used in the form of, you know, propaganda during several wars. Um, It's been the lack of information, like, for example, you know, uh, someone comes in ages ago to conquer a new land and they encounter natives, whatever story they tell them, you know, is clearly going to be biased, you know, towards, towards their own interests and their own affairs. Like whatever reason it is that they claim they're there for all of it, all of that shit can be considered fake news. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally agree. Like uh, before they would call it like, uh, political spin and, and misinformation, all that fun stuff. So, I mean, even the term fake news, even though we hear a lot more, it's, you know, it's been around for decades. It's been used by di- both political parties. It's been around. So then that that brings us to a line, you know, if if everyone's like omitting the truth or not sharing their opposite point of view that counters their point, you know, then where is that line between the fake news and lying on purpose or you know is it just simply intent you know it's is it because i purposely choose to omit the information and that's why 
it becomes fake news or is it your responsibility you know to, to, to check that you know is it is it am i just lying you know and it's not news related at all how do we make that distinct that distinction you know hmm. and that is i believe one of the most like hardest points to, to actually determine um because right. um like if you guys um okay here here's a perfect example what do you guys remember hearing about the recent stimulus checks um what do i remember hearing yeah or reading about or that you saw or your friend told you about the the checks that uh were were released uh what was it the week that just passed yeah um well, I know it was uh, being debated back and forth between uh, the House and the Senate. Uh, I know that, like always, okay. they were trying to tack on, you know, several other uh, bills along with that one, you know, so that they could. If, all right. If, if we're going to approve your bill, uh, Joe Biden, then, you know, you need to you need to uh, please us in this or that. There was okay, a lot of yeah. back and forth. Okay, and then once it was signed, you know, by Biden on on Thursday, uh, that Thursday leading into the weekend, do you guys remember seeing anything on your social medias or on the news or headlines or anything like that? No, because I don't. I'm not on social media anymore. But I, I mean, I definitely, you know, heard it on the news. Okay, and Edgar, what about you, man? Since you're still on social media. <laughs> yeah, I don't watch the news, but on social media, I mean, not much was popping up. I mean, I know that I didn't get either one. I know that much. And from all I know is there was supposed to be 600 and then 1400. And like people that work with me, they were still getting, you know, their money up to like the very end. So I really don't know what the truth is. I don't, I don't know who will actually gets it, who doesn't. I think everybody that I know got theirs. Okay, interesting. See, and um, from my point of view, right, there's been um, like a lot of uh, conflict, right? Saying uh, people being angry with uh, the banks saying, hey, where's my money? You know, there's been uh, people threatening and stuff like that because they never got their money. And uh, what makes it interesting, right, is uh, the following uh, news articles, right? I'm going to read the headlines to you guys. So this is Fox Business right on march 15th right they say this is the headline in quotes wells fargo chase criticized over timing of third stimulus check delivery okay is that even up to them <laughs> i don't think it's even up to them though well we'll see that, that that's what makes it interesting right because then we have another article right from cbs news right which says JP Morgan and Chase, JP Morgan Chase and Wells Fargo face customer anger over stimulus checks. Poor banks. Yeah, like <laughs> Poor banks. So <laughs> said no one ever. <laughs> uh let me see. I'm trying to find the uh here we go. Let me I want to read the article to you guys. Mm -hmm. Right? Because uh the headline I'm going to read the first one first. It says, uh, Wells Fargo Chase criticized over timing of third stimulus check delivery, right? Mm -hmm. So 
Article be begins and says, Wells Fargo and J.P. Morgan Chase told customers they may not receive the third round of stimulus checks until at least Wednesday, drawing R from some Americans who are hoping to see the money arrive sooner. Millions of Americans are poised to receive the direct cash payments from the $1,400 after Biden signed into law, um, the $1.9 trillion check, although the Internal Revenue Service has said that the official payment date is March the 17th. <laughs> so that is the article. Mm -hmm. Okay. So right. what is the article saying? I, the article saying that people are pissed off because uh, they're, they're holding their banks responsible for not delivering when in reality, the delivery date wasn't even supposed to happen when the things started being delivered. Okay, and then Edgar, how do you how do you read that, uh, that one? Yeah, pretty much the same. There, I mean, they're kind of getting blamed for no reason. Yeah, right. And I agree with you guys. Uh, the way I see the article is, hey guys, um, you know, uh, there's people that are getting angry over the money not being delivered earlier than March seventeenth, which is when you are supposed to get the money. Mm-hmm. Right. That, that's all the article saying. Right. You know, it's saying, hey, you know, um, there's people getting angry that they're going to have to wait longer to get their money. Um, but the Internal Revenue Service says the official payment date is the 17th. Mm -hmm. So. By reading this, right, there's people. That would feel a specific way. So let me ask you guys, how did you feel based on what I just read out loud? Um, I felt like I'm, I'm not like a fan of banks necessarily, but the banking system, but you know, I felt like it was kind of unfair to the banks. I feel like people are fucking misinformed because, you know, they, they're clearly, they clearly don't even know who is actually giving them this money, you know, like where it's coming through. They don't know what happens after they hear in the news that Biden signed the bill. And when the shit drops in their bank account, they have no clue what department of the United States is actually sending them the money. Uh, so they don't know who to blame. That's how I feel. I feel like, it, you know, you go fucking do a little Google search, find out who pays out the stimulus checks. That's all you got to search for. And it's going to be answered. The IRS even has a fucking page that is dedicated strictly to informing you on the facts about how the stimulus payments work. Go do five, two minutes worth of research. We'll get you your answer. Yeah. You lazy asses. Okay. <laughs> all they saw so, was the beginning and the end. All they care about is, mm -hmm. okay, they approve the money. Yeah. Where's my money? And for, for starters, I mean, you're lucky you're getting some shit. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people fucking can't wait to grab it to spend it on stupid crap. You know, I get those people without work and all that. They got to pay bills, but there's some that just fucking want vacation or want to buy some stupid crap. And, mm -hmm. and that's really it. I mean, it's all about that greed. Yeah. And I agree. You know, it's like, if you read the article, you know, there's nothing that's, that's justifying the anger within the public. Right. Mm -hmm. But the article clearly states that there is anger among the public. Right now. If we move on to the next article in CBS News, right, it's titled, uh, I read the headline before, it said, J.P. Morgan Chase and Wells Fargo face customer anger over stimulus checks. Mm -hmm. Okay, so 
the article's already saying that people are pissed. Right. Right. Um, and when we go ahead and I read the article, it says the IRS has started distributing the third round of the federal stimulus payment up to $1,400 per eligible adult child, etc. But exactly when Americans get a check may depend partly on a bank's individual policies, with some customers of J.P. Morgan Chase and Wells Fargo expressing frustration after the bank said the, corona, the coronavirus relief payments won't be available until March 17th. So, essentially, this one's saying, hey, you know, there's people that are mad, right? This is the date you're supposed to receive the money. Mm-hmm. But talking to different people last night is what made me realize, like, the whole point, you know, of this whole fake news thing. Because a lot of the, I was doing the same conversations last night, and the people that were there were mad. They were already mad beforehand, right? Mm-hmm. They believe that the banks are keeping their money. They're not letting them access their money early like other banks, and therefore have no desire to to like stay with the bank or accept the bank and like uh talking to my wife who who works for uh wells fargo you know she was telling me that uh, during those dates between um from the weekend on to the date of the 17th right people were coming into banks right they were yelling at employees in different branches you know they were uh, threatening to close accounts on social media and coming into the banks to close their accounts, you know, and keep in mind, this is all for the 17th, you know, the 17th is the date people get their money. That's what all the articles online say. But the fact that they're adding words like anger, er, and stuff like that automatically, right, makes you want to click on that article and find out, hey, why am I supposed to be mad? over whatever the hell's going on and, mm-hmm. and people just continue and uh and like fight you know they they they're, they're mad and they want to close their accounts without understanding why you know it, it's kind of like how you said that they can easily google it right find out when the checks were supposed to come in right and then not worry about everything going around in social media or the news or whatever that talks about you being mad and why you should be mad and therefore be angry with the banks for keeping your money. Now, we all know that that's not what happened, but at the same time, what caused all these people, right, Mm -hmm. to be angry with J.P. Morgan Chase and Wells Fargo, you know? So... I mean, it was easy for people to, like, relate to just seeing, okay, you know, I don't have my money either. These people are angry, therefore I should be angry, and obviously they need someone to blame. So, like we spoke on the first episode, you know, it's all about the herd. It's much easier just to follow someone than it is for you to actually find out the information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, totally, totally agree on that. And what makes it funny is, like, other banks, you know, other people, they receive their money before the 17th, right? Smaller banks definitely went ahead and uh, gave the money before. So that kind of like causes issues. It's like, oh, okay, well, if my friend Joe got the money already, why haven't I? You mm-hmm. know, I haven't gotten it. And then I find out, oh, Wells Fargo isn't paying me until the 17th. 
oh, what the hell? Why are they keeping my money? Is what's causing the er issue and the error within the people. So um, you guys told me that, oh, uh, you guys didn't really see that, which I was surprised. I, I figured you guys would have seen it too. I wonder if it was just because just of geographic difference or because of whatever the hell popped up on your news articles. Um, so I'm surprised to, to see that because as far as I know, it was going on everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, I'm sure. I'm sure it is. Like I, I got my stimulus payment. My girlfriend hasn't gotten hers and we live five minutes away. It, I, it seems extremely random. Like the, the people who don't get it right away. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know what the, what the logic is there. Who knows how it is that, you know, the IRS systems, you know, send the shit out. But again, maybe I bet you anything that if I if I spent two minutes Googling, you know, why, why that what that difference in uh, people receiving it, I bet you that I could actually find something that explains it. But yeah. people aren't aren't interested in that. They just want that money. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and they just going by what they hear and what the social media says and the social posts that say, hey, you know, Wells Fargo is keeping your money. Uh, go argue with them type of scenarios. Right. And and then, you know, I, I'm starting to think like, why? You know, why do people simply believe it from all the different stuff we talked about? Mm -hmm. Right. Like uh, e even the myths and, and, um, and the facts at the beginning. You know, why did we believe for so long that, hey, you know, um, if I go out in cold weather, I'm going to get sick, you mm -hmm. know, or if I'm out hang playing in the rain, I'm going to get sick, mm -hmm. you know, and, and these are the things that we're taught that we hear and we learn, which brings me to the explanation of these uh, of like how people uh, perceive things. Mm -hmm. And why it comes out to be true. Like, for example, right? Let's say I say the moon is made of cheese, right? So I don't think anyone listening to this is going to automatically be like, hey, you know what? I don't think that's true, regardless of how many times I repeat it, mm -hmm. right? And it makes the statement kind of ludicrous. It's not real. It doesn't sound real. But what if I said something like this? The moon rock has the same density as cheddar cheese. So, <laughs> uh, what if I wasn't the one saying it? You know, what if mm -hmm. you saw a tweet about it, right? And what if you heard it from a friend at some point and then you read it in a blog post the next week? So, this, this concept called illusory truth effect, right, is pretty much we all have a tendency to believe something is true after being exposed to it multiple times. Oh yeah. So, so the more times we hear something, the truer it seems. And that effect is so powerful that repetition can persuade us to believe information we know is false in the first place. Mm -hmm. For example, uh, you keep buying a product that you think is stupid, right? Or, you liked your manager and then all of a sudden you you're gossiping about the manager. Mm -hmm. So essentially like this, this whole illusionary effect and uh, with like different reasons is to like why people seem to believe what they hear based on repetition being one of the most common things. Yeah. I feel that's a really and that's a really powerful tool to like spread misinformation because 
we we're naturally prone to that, man. Like, look for example at how radio works when it comes to music. You know, the who who is determining the songs that are being played? It's not the DJ. It's really not even the radio station. The ones who are determining it are the ones who are, are willing to pay the highest price to put their you know labels and shit, music labels who are willing to pay the highest price to put their shit on heavy rotation. So mm-hmm. if you've got the pull and you've got the cash to get your 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 song on the radio, suddenly you have the same fucking song replaying every hour or even more frequently. And a lot of people start off and they're like, oh, I, that song's so annoying or I fucking hate that, 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 that beat or I hate that melody or whatever. And then they keep hearing it over and over while they're in the morning, dropping off their kids, while they're, you know, in the, the middle of their commute. Maybe the radio station is on at work. And by the time you spend like a month listening to that shit over <laughs> and over again, suddenly you might find yourself singing along to it. You know, like that kind yep. of shit is very real that through repetition, something that we were against at the beginning could very easily start warm, you know, we could start warming up to it and like being very okay with it just because we were blasted with it nonstop. Yeah. That's how yeah. I got into country music. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the truth of that is scary. I mean, if we look at it long term, let's say I want you guys to start liking, I don't know, chalky milk, right? So I talked to you guys <laughs> about chalky milk and I'm sending you guys pictures. Hey, check out this chalky milk and pictures from the supermarket, and I pay for advertisement on Facebook and Instagram to send you advertisements on Chalky Milk, right? I don't know. I think in 30 days, you guys are going to start drinking Chalky Milk because it's all over. You know, it's good for you. It's what you want to drink because I told you so 50,000 times per day. Mm -hmm. You get me? Yeah. So, um, like... uh, on the illusory truth effect I was reading about, it was, um, uh, let's see, there was a paper, right, 1977, titled Frequency in the Conference of Referential Validity. Well, got so, that. Yeah, nice title. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this was by Lynn Hasher and David Goldstein of Temple University and Thomas Tapino of Villanova University. So in the study, they presented a group of students with 60 statements and asked them to rate how certain they were that each was either true or false. And the statements come from a range of subjects that were all intended to not be too obscure, but unlikely to be familiar to study participants, right? So kind of like stuff that's that they might have heard about, but not really familiar with and not likely for them to read about. So mm-hmm. each statement was objective, right? It could either be verified as a correct or incorrect manner, and it was not a point of opinion, you know? So the questions would be something like, uh, the largest museum in the world is the Louvre in Paris, right? Mm-hmm. So then people would say, oh yeah, that's yeah, that's very true, I totally true, or no, no, not, not true at all. So based on their testing of these, uh, of the 60 students, they, you know, the, the students would go ahead and rate certainty three times within two weeks, in between evaluations. And what they would do is the testers would purposely, right, uh, repeat the questions, right, um, within the whole um, 
uh, statement. Like, uh, so like, let's say there were, I don't know, a hundred questions, right? So they would disregard the last few questions and the first few questions. And within that evaluation, they would make the, um, the, 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 they would purposely repeat the questions, repeat the questions and repeat the questions. So eventually when it came to, um, uh, to the end of the study, they saw that the students were more likely to feel confident that something was true on the answers that they, on the questions that they purposely repeated over and over during those tests. Mm. So, so it, it's kind of like interesting and, and confirms what we're talking about, especially your example, when it comes to how repetition all of a sudden makes us agree with what we might not agree with. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, it goes further into saying like, hey, you know, what happens in the mind? Why is it that just because repetition or, or whatever other factors make me um, gullible or make me exposed to, to, to such changes? So you can even look at um, uh, processing fluency. Now, they noticed that one of these factors in kind of like influences your ability to to decide whether something is real or, or, or myth or fact based on how it sounds and how easy it is for the mind to accept it. So the, that is processing fluency? Uh, well, no, processing, processing fluency is one of the reasons why the illusory truth effect is so so easily seen you know not only is a repetition Mm -hmm. but also processing fluency in other words how easy it is for the brain to see something and accept it okay so so, yeah so so then the 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 reason that they explain it is that uh the human brain uses like 20 percent of the individual energy right Mm -hmm. so if when a thought is easier to process it requires our brain to do less energy, which okay. leads us to prefer it. Mm, mm. Okay. Okay. You see what I mean? Sense. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, so it, that combining that knowledge, you know, that the brain prefers uh, something that uses less energy, mm-hmm. right. And the repetition of the previous example. Um, and when you combine it with like uh, colors or or um rhyming right Mm -hmm. all all these things influence you to like what you read and like it just because it rhymes yeah or or just because it makes me think of it less because i'm using less 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 brain power power. of my mind exactly yeah that, that makes a lot of sense because i think that we're we kind of evolved to um, to let our guard down and go with the flow when it comes to anything that is non-threatening and especially something that is either pleasurable or, uh, or beneficial to us. Right. So, you know, like for example, putting up with certain kind of people, there are so many benefits to having some sort of nucleus, some sort of social circle we get we draw certain kinds of benefits from it that make us overlook some of the negatives that you know we might come across with with certain people right 
uh, personality differences and that sort of shit. Like we, we kind of put up with a lot of shit just for the purpose of gaining some kind of benefit. So what I'm trying to say is like our brain, it feels like it, it, it became conditioned to uh, seeking out the, the, the easiest path forward to seeking out the most peaceful path forward, the least effort requiring pass forward path forward so it makes a lot of sense that that that's that that would be how our brain works when it comes to taking in information as well if it feels easy if it goes down easy like yesterday's dr pepper shot that we took at, at the white live bar if it feels like it goes down easy you're gonna you're okay with the second one weren't you okay with the second one yeah definitely. we took and i know I'm, I'm i swear i'm not trying to make a joke out of it but we first took a, a round of tequila shots mm-hmm. And that one, you know, had a little bit more kick, Yeah, you know, a lot, a lot more burn, but the Dr. Pepper one, we, we went down so easy that when, when I offered a second round, everyone's like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. (laughs) So again, whatever goes in easy, it, uh, I feel like we do become more accustomed and and adopt that as the okay thing a lot quicker. Isn't that the thing nowadays? And like, whatever is easier. I mean, Mm -hmm. now we don't get up from our sofas or out of our beds, you know, fucking place an order or, hey, Google, right. you know, do this shit for me. It's like, you know, whatever is easier, that's the way with the path we're going to take. Yeah, and it's crazy. Like, I've, yeah. I found myself sometimes getting pissed because there's not an app to order something or an app to do something. Like, you know, yeah, just the act of going and, like, having to find the thing, you know, or, like, having to actually call someplace to order a thing feels like it shouldn't be part of the world anymore yeah and that's crazy the way you really think about it yeah the internet goes down and everybody fucking freaks out (laughs) yeah and 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 that's true man like and we could take it a step further you know with those uh uh dr pepper shots you guys were talking about right Mm -hmm. if i made it down to tampa guess where we're gonna go you know i know we're gonna go over there and i know we're gonna have a shot (laughs) right uh, of this dr pepper stuff so just like that you know i'm gonna like dr pepper too mm-hmm. the, the dr pepper shots or whatever because it's coming from a trusted source mm-hmm. it's gonna go down easy right so these are all different tricks and different in, like an insight into how our brain is manipulated manipulated right from yeah. when we're young to accept different things that may or may not be true from the bulls having, you know, their red color, uh, you know, being attracted to the red color. And mm-hmm. then it turns out, oh, they don't even see red. So, what the fuck? <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> um, and then, like, uh, yeah, so as we mentioned, an easy to read color, our judge most likely to be true, or things that rhyme, like what sobriety conceals, alcohol reveals, are most likely to be judged as real and true just because it rhymes um so then so that so so far we have two two things one repetition right mm-hmm. two uh, what makes us use like less brain power and is just you know processing fluency mm-hmm. right and another one is information pollution mm-hmm. okay so information pollution is is simply stuff that it, it can't be verified because it's just too much of it, mm-hmm. right? So fake news, for example, falls under the umbrella of information pollution, which also includes new items that misrepresent information, take it out of context, parody it, 
fail to check facts on it or do background research to it. And it, it, it's literally impossible, right, for anyone to, to be on social media and fact check everything. You know, you, you can't, um, you, you just, you're less likely, right, to fact check something when it's it's just it, the chances of you reposting something right, or retweeting yeah. something that hey you know that rhymed that's cool it was easy for me to read it was it was simple let me retweet it and i'm not gonna go and research it because chances are it's true because i've heard it before because my friend told me about it mm-hmm. and and just because of that you know you you see it, you know, you see it in, in, in today's society, in today's social media, on the news, you, you see it everywhere. Yeah. You even see instances in which the news um, uses like uh, like an article or, 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 or from like a satire website and they claim it to be <laughs> yeah. true. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that I think that research goes against the rapid fire nature of social media, man. Like, you know, uh, it's it's simply not meant to be consumed uh, by being exposed to an, the, the idea, researching the idea, confirming its validity, and then posting it, reposting it, it doesn't work that way. It is rapid fire. You're not supposed to think about it. You're supposed to just simply react to it very quickly. Did it make you happy? Did it make you laugh? Did it make you pissed off? Did it enrage you? Did it cause indignation in you? Quick, post your own, add your own comment to it, and share away, you know, forward yep. it away. It, it's just there is no room for research or fact checking or confirmation at all. Time, absolutely, man. So, so you know, we, we hear this. So we know that the illusory truth effect. You know, we know that uh, repetition influences it. We know when stuff is is um, easy to accept, like with through rhymes or or color or whatever. And, and we know that there's so much information, right? That we simply uh, don't have time to fact check everything or are interested to, you know, so then how do we, how do we fight that? How do we combat the illusory truth effect in our day to days? You know, mm-hmm. um, and when, when, when you think about it, it's like, so, you know, how do we protect ourselves, right? From being manipulated by propaganda or, 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 or whatever. And, and the easiest way is, um, to think of the information we consume, like the food that we eat, you know, if it's junk information, our thinking will reflect that. Mm -hmm. So we don't need to spend as much time reading the news as most of us do. As with many other things in life, more can be less. So the majority of the news we read is just information pollution. So it doesn't really do us any good. Right. So, According to the the articles I've been reading, it, it's like these are the following steps you can do, right, to help combat that illusory truth effect. You know, number one, it says stick to reliable, well known news sources that have a reputation to uphold. Right, it says to steer clear of dubious sources whenever you can, even if you treat it as entertainment, you might still end up absorbing it. So um, it also so, so when we look on that right, like let's say there's a, a I don't know entertainment headline that I don't know 
some Tom Cruise now hates black people, right? And, mm-hmm. and oh, that's an entertainment headline. And I read the headline. And as I go by later on, it's be like, oh, my God, you know, I can't believe he hates black people. And I'll just accept that. So it says, hey, you know, stay away from it. It just only used, you know, your credible, well-known sources. Um, and don't be afraid to, refer- to research unfamiliar sources before trusting them. Mm-hmm. Right. It yeah. also says, be cautious of sites that are funded entirely by advertising or sites that pay their journalists based on views. Hmm. So that brings us back to those two articles, right, that we talked about for uh, the stimulus checks. Mm-hmm. You know, which article are you going to click on more more likely? You know, Wells Fargo, Chase, criticized over timing of third stimulus check delivery, or JP Morgan and Chase and Wells Fargo face customer anger over stimulus checks? Yeah, the more sensational one. Yeah. So you're most likely to click on that, which is just, you know, interesting. It says there is, you know, like websites do pay journalists based on views you know mm-hmm. they do fu- they are funded by advertising it, well you know some of them not not, not all of them but th- this is stuff to keep in mind when we're reading and when we're uh you know listening to the news or or trying to read a headline or something um i i would you know oh there's more on the list well yeah but but oh, go, go ahead on. i want to see what your points of view are so far well, no, I, I mean, you know, I would I would throw into this like I would say that the best way to counter misinformation is information. You know, if you're if you're consuming your opinions about politics, the world, you know, in general, only through a source like social media, um <clears throat> You need to. You should be feeding your brain some something else. Like pick up a fucking book, you know. If, if you're if you're really curious about about a specific subject or you're confused about a specific subject, there is education out there that is deliberately meant to be education. You know, um, mm-hmm. that is the best way of 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 battling misinformation. Acquire actual factual information. Um, that is, I think, what is the the Achilles heel of our of our society when it comes to misinformation, man. Because of course, if you got your brain empty of facts, you got somebody who's coming and talking to you with charisma, or you got a social media network that has a badass algorithm and that has gotten to know you already throughout several years and is spitting information back at you that is an echo chamber, shit that you're gonna want to hear that tickles your ear. You're uh, not only do you have empty slots with no information in them now, you're they're going to be filled whether you want to or not. They're going to be filled with misinformation. That's a sad thing, man. That's a sad thing. <laughs> Seriously, it's uh, it's dangerous, too. It's very dangerous. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, uh, that, that's why even the list continues on. It, it goes to like uh, prioritize sites that treat their journalists well and don't expect them to churn out dozens of thoughtless articles per day, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, that's a big thing right there. And also don't rely on news and social media posts without sources, mm-hmm. especially from people outside of the circle of competence. So for example, I don't know, uh, let's say my neighbor, John Smith shares a social media post. And the post says, hey, 
COVID vaccines are, I don't know, turning people into zombies, mm-hmm. right? Well, John Smith, you know, he doesn't know anything about medicine. You know, he, he's not a doctor. He has no no point whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It, it's just it's just something that he either put together and sent out without verifying or, you know, he just he just copied it from somebody else and, and, and just put it. It, so so it, it's different from from you know listening to John Smith than if uh, you know a professional like uh, oh Fauci right Fauci puts an article and says shit the the what do you call it the vaccines are turning people into zombies mm-hmm. you know it, it, there's a big difference coming from Fauci than it is coming from my neighbor John Smith and and, and that's exactly what it's saying there it says. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, don't rely on news and social media posts without sources, especially from people outside the circle of competence. In other words, outside their, their standard of knowledge. Right. Um, and, and it's just, I mean, when you, when you combine all these things, it really is amazing how we believe anything at all. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, it's just from from the myths that we explored like i always thought it was an apple you know that they gave us but turns out that was never mentioned so who the hell told me it was an apple and why did i keep on believing it was an apple and you know i'll fight people i'll find people on the street and you know talk to them and be like oh yeah yeah it was an apple they you know eve gave us the apple but it's like who the fuck said apple and how do we all agree on this it was it was renaissance period art art that taught that taught people that like that that's where that's where it first started being shown as an apple you know the um the italian painters basically anyone who had a hand in in, in drawing it it was always it was always an apple hanging from that tree the real the real uh mind twister is did you know there were two trees see now now here we go Boom. <laughs> Boom. blew your fucking minds uh, oh yeah Mo- most christians don't even know that there were two th- two trees in the garden of eden one of the knowledge of good and evil and the other one was the tree of life and they lost access to the tree of life because they ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil sunday school is done kids go home <laughs> <laughs> oh man but it's so so it, first of all i didn't know there was two trees right yeah. so good to know there and two um we're saying that this came back the, the whole apple was in the whole renaissance paintings right mm-hmm. uh so uh, since I don't have Google right here, but uh, when was the time frame for the Renaissance paintings? I don't mean those in general. I'm just trying to see how long most of humanity has thought it's been a freaking apple. Uh, let's see. The Renaissance ran from the 14th century 1400s to, the, to or the 14th century to the 17th century. So um, we're talking like it began around 1300 more or less. So 13, so damn, that's like a lot of years, man. <laughs> Seven, is, man. Okay. Eight, 800 it's, years? It's about 600. Yeah, like around 600 years, more or less. So then 600 years, you know, well, that information hasn't been passed down. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, how, how long? No, no, I think like 300 actually is more accurate. Uh, okay, so then for 300 years, uh, so 300, so three generations or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, that information has been passed down from humanity to humanity, like different people to people saying, Hey, you know, it was a fucking apple. Right. And, and most of people today, you ask them, Hey, 
You know, what fruit was it? Oh, it was an apple. Oh, shit. Well, no, it wasn't. <laughs> and, and that's just, you know, it's fake news, but from 300 years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's just amazing it, when you look around. And it's prevalent still today. That's the yeah, crazy and it's, part. And it's prevalent today. And it's just amazing. Like, what other things do we believe that just aren't true? You know? Like, like one of the things was going outside, like I mentioned before, in the rain, I'm going to get sick from being in the rain. Or I'm going to be sick from being in the, in the, in the snow or playing in the, you know, being out in the cold. In reality, no, man. It's just the germs. The germs are going to make me sick. If if humanity really got sick every time it snowed or every time it was cold, then nobody would live in the cold places and no one would ever get sick. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but, but yeah, I mean, th- this is just, you know, thoughts for our listeners. Hey, guys, you know, what, what, what in your neighborhood, you know, what in your life is not real, is not true, you know? And uh, it, I mean, just our conversation here. I didn't even know there was two trees, man. I thought it was one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're both uh, right in the middle of the Garden of Eden, man. Yeah, I, you know, the, I think the one thing that I'll throw into into the mix in for this topic too is like be careful with distractions because I, I think that nowadays because information is more readily available and you do have a lot of people out there who will do research and who don't like swallow the you know the information whole. Uh, there is a big strategy when it comes to distracting, right? So yes, we're feeding, we said this lie, but oh my God, look, this fucking cat was playing a piano over here. Check this out, guys. And suddenly (laughs) you don't even have time to mentally pause and say, wait, what did you just say over here? Oh my God, look, the fucking cat with the, there's so much of that that goes on. Like there's, there are news, there's news happening that doesn't even get a chance to like fully be processed or, or, or appreciated or contemplated because we were on to the next distraction right away. It's really, it's really crazy. Agreement. So final thoughts, guys. I mean, like uh, my, my final thought based on all this discussion and stuff, it's like um, for, for the listeners out there, pay attention, you know, pay attention when you're reading a news article or a social media post and you feel outraged or you feel anger or you feel sad because that's that's kind of like a sign of manipulation that whatever it is you're reading mm-hmm. right is yeah. making is designed to make you feel this way right so you know just just think about that just calm down and be like hey why the hell am i mad like kind of like those articles with the whole hey you know i'm mad because wells fargo didn't pay me and I'm going to go close my account when there's no fucking reason to. Yeah. But yes. What, what about you guys? Uh, I think my mine would, would be fight misinformation with information. Pick up a book. And, and if you're not prone to like, you know, reading actual text, then, you know, pick up an audio book. There's, there's ways of, of consuming now that, that don't depend on, on you having to sit there and stare at a, at a page, you know, all day. But yeah, fight misinformation with information would be my conclusion. Yeah, definitely stop consuming so much fucking garbage. Like, apply that time that you're investing, you know, looking on your phone or sitting on the toilet, still going through Instagram and Facebook, and put it to use, you know, go for a walk, get some exercise. And like Dee said, you know, read a little bit. You know, it's just much easier to feed yourself with fucking nonsense because it's, like I said, it is easier, you know. 
that's what life has just become just making it easier but looking the way that it's in the direction that it's taking us that's why you can't even have like a normal conversation with somebody because you know they there's nothing there to actually talk about because hmm. you know like when d and i sit down you know we fucking we get into things that we weren't even planning on doing it but imagine if we were just consuming shit from like you know the stupid videos on instagram what am i going to talk to d about like like you said you know the fucking cat playing the piano like there's nothing there so yeah do your your research and make sure it's the right research because otherwise you may just be investing time in some other stupid shit <laughs> and that's true all right you listeners get back to us on what you recently discovered to not be true anymore and of course drop that beat remember to hit subscribe or follow on your favorite podcast app you can get in touch with the guys at bros of banter at gmail.com thanks for listening Imagine noise.